It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. Yeah, oh man. Boom, it's Rusty. Boom, it's Rusty. One of those is going to work. I don't know which one it's going to be, but one of those is going to be all right. And so today it is fucking Friday, whatever that means. Uh, you know, you know, it's fucking Friday. So we're going to party here today. And today is going to be a special guest day because it is Friday. And it's my Friday special guest. And I am going to bring him on here, right here, right now, any minute, because I should time that better to make it so I don't have to keep stalling for time and bring on Josh Perry. How you doing? Good man. How about you, Rusty? Man, I'm I'm doing great. It's uh it's a good day here. So yeah, I can't a good really day to have a good day, right? Right. It's a good day to have a good day. Um, yeah, it looks like it's pretty nice where you are here. Uh beautiful day yeah. in downtown Fayetteville, Arkansas, man. Fayetteville, Arkansas. I, uh so okay. Fayetteville, Arkansas. So what what is what is Fayetteville, Arkansas like? Uh, I, so what I know of Arkansas is I know of I know a few things about Arkansas. I know I know Walmart. I know uh, Bill Clinton. I know Ozark, and um, and then what was the guy's name? There was a big fucking uh, Coke dealer back in the eighties. There, um, I don't remember his name, but. Anyway, so that, that's what I know about yeah, uh, yeah. Arkansas. Well, well, most people just think we're a bunch of barefoot hillbillies and, and you know, with some missing teeth and stuff. But but as, as you mentioned, you know, Walmart headquarters uh, for their entire world is about 30 miles from where I live. Um, we've got the University of Arkansas here, Go Hogs, um, that, that is a couple blocks away from where I'm sitting right now. And um, we've just got some really exciting things going on here. There's a there's a budding music scene. There's a a budding entrepreneurship thing uh, scene and everything. And lots of companies getting multi million dollar fundings and and just you know launching a lot of things here. Tyson is also headquartered here. JB Hunt. There's a lot of philanthropy and stuff that goes on and and great programs like I'm gonna give a plug to Startup Junkie. Uh, they're a, a, a nonprofit that is solely there to serve uh, entrepreneurs in Northwest Arkansas and um, have a lot of great programs to help people. So that's pretty awesome. So uh, another thing about Arkansas, uh, the way that they got their name, that's one thing I know about Arkansas is because um, it was going to basically called, they wanted to name it Second Kansas and uh, it was going to be arkansas or arkansas uh and became uh arkansas which is well, cool I think, our, 
I think our scenery is a little bit better than Kansas. You know what I mean? We've got uh, yeah. the beautiful Ozark mountain foothills here and, and, and just lots of cool stuff. Um, in fact, if I turn my camera around there, I'm sitting here staring at a, at a beautiful mountain scene out of downtown. So, um, yeah, it just a lot different than folks, folks might think. Right. So, but isn't that good? People think that, uh, that's what's there. So, I mean, uh, it kind of keeps it more of a hidden secret. It, sort of. it does. Un unfortunately, they listed uh, Fayetteville and Bentonville as two of the top pl 10 places to live in the United States, like several years in a row yeah. on all these publications. So we've had an influx of tens of thousands of people every year. Um, that's, our, that's the downfall. Yeah. So, so, I mean, they're just building commercial buildings as fast as they can roadway improvements as fast as they can. And, and we just can't keep up with as many people as want to live here and join our community. So. That's what I lived in Portland, Oregon for like 30 years. And it was the same thing. As soon as like they listed Portland, Oregon as like the place to live. It was like everyone fucking came and it just like, yeah, just went right down and I'm like, oh shit. But I mean, yeah, when you got a, a nice place, you got to be like, yeah, you know, um, well, they're, the old governor of Oregon used to say, uh, he had a saying, it was visit, but don't stay. Yeah. And uh, I was like, I like that. I like that shit. But now, now everyone moved there. So it's a, it's a crazy fucking crazy spot now. And a lot of people, it, yeah, it brought a lot of interesting people in and, uh, and uh, yeah, the town's fucking shit a shithole right now so well i give a but, lot of credit to you know and i'm and i'm friends with and associate with some of our civic leaders and and some oh, of the cool. business leaders in the community and stuff um yeah. and and man they do a really good job of of making sure that there's cool shit for people to do and like we right down from my house there's a place called gully park they have a free concert series every summer for three months out of the year and it's literally just like a big ass park lawn where everybody pulls up the blankets and they'll have a nineties tribute band or something. That's just fun for the family. And, and, and we really make it a point that, you know, we've got beautiful art museums everywhere and, um, and stuff like that, that just really like, like makes it a lot more enjoyable to be here. And, and one of the things we had to get used to when we moved here like nine years ago was, uh, the people being so nice, right? Yeah. <laughs> I come from a pretty crime-ridden community of, of Hot Springs, Arkansas, where, you know, like, just survival is most of the stuff going on. And and to come up here and and people are nice. And there's, like I said, these budding communities and stuff. It's really, um, it's a great time to be alive and a great place to be alive in, you know? Yeah. And so are there hot springs around there? Yeah, so in in Hot Springs, it's about four hours uh, south of here. They have uh, Hot Spring Baths uh, that are right there downtown. It's actually the first national park ever, and people don't realize that it was um, it was a vacation spot for Al Capone and Lucky Luciano. Is what yeah. it was. So okay. All, all the gangsters from Chicago during that era would go down and enjoy the hot springs, and there are said to be healing properties. And then we have we have multiple springs um, all all across the state. You know, Eureka Springs, Mammoth Springs, um, 
uh, Heber Springs. Those are just the ones I can think of off the top of my head. Yeah, I mean, that's that's something I miss. Uh, is hot springs, man. I, I'm out, I'm out here in New England, and there's not really hot springs out here. I think there's one in some state around here, but it's just like there's one. It's not like yeah, uh, yeah. Like they're everywhere, I, I, and you can drive down the road to one. Yeah, yeah. I was living out in uh, in Salt Lake City before this, and so like you can go anywhere, kind of you know anywhere around that area and go up in those mountains and shit and there'd be hot springs and hot springs are just i don't know it, it makes you want to want to go there it makes you want to be there they're, they're magical like you're you know they have those magical healing properties and uh yeah they're, well, they're, they're not, pretty not to mention um you know we have uh the world record holding quartz crystal mine here and actually one of the businesses that i have um, it's, it's actually my nine-year-old son's business. We sell cool. crystals out of the world record holding mine. And, and, you know, uh, that it's really fun to teach, teach my youngest son entrepreneurship through something that he enjoys, like, like our natural resources here in Arkansas. And quartz is fucking healing as fuck. Uh, I don't know if that's his tagline for, for his business, uh, quartz yeah, is mean, healing as fuck. But <laughs> you know, like, like, let me see here. I'll get it sorted. I mean, I got one. Oh of my shit! Pockets, right? That's a big fucker right there. Yeah, we we have them that are even big clusters and stuff. This is just a a point to keep in my pocket. That's awesome. It, it's a it's a business card for your son. You know exactly. Yeah. So. Okay, so your son is an entrepreneur at nine years old. How how did that happen? So um, I so I have three sons for context. My oldest son has uh, uh, what would be classified as moderate autism, and my youngest son is also on the autism spectrum, but very much uh, high functioning Aspergers, whatever you want to call it, right? Yeah. Um, and so. So we've never talked to him like a kid, I guess is the best way to put it. Uh, cool. he, he is very well-spoken and communicative and intelligent. And um, we knew that he had to find some type of outlet. So we have him in Taekwondo for discipline and all that stuff. And, and we just kind of seen that he was still needing something, I guess. And, yeah. you know, I've, I've been an entrepreneur for a long time and built and scaled several multi-million dollar businesses, some for other people and stuff. But um, so he's watched me and grown up around me. And and it was just like I had an opportunity. Uh, the guy who pulled the world record holding quartz crystal I've known since I was 13 or 14 years old and never really oh, tapped shit. him for a, never really tapped him as a resource. And and so what I ended up doing was going to him he's a he he got the mine from his dad and then he's teaching his son how to run the mine as well his son's like 24 and so Shit. so i went to and i'll plug him too it's manly mines my friend shane and said shane you know i'm trying to teach my son entrepreneurship and i see that your family has done that for a long time and you know my son's interested in geology he's got a rock collection and stuff like like would you be interested in helping us out and him be a, a mineral buyer? And 
And, you know, we do a, a live every Tuesday night at seven o'clock to show off some of our wares. And, and Mason, my youngest son, called for investment capital and got the investment capital and we made the purchase. And now we, you know, retail them and wholesale them to other um, retailers, right? Um, because of the amazing deal that Manly Minds has us uh, uh, and, and helping another generational business, essentially. Yeah. And so, okay. So these lives, are they on like, Facebook or something or yeah, uh, Facebook it's, it's root gem and minerals um, on Facebook. Again, we do a live every Tuesday night at seven and Mason runs those lives and shows off all the crystals. And he, he is the one who runs the company. I just, you know, I'm his assistant <laughs> is what we joke all the time. Cause, cause that's essentially what I'm doing is just running the back office for him and, and uh, he mails everything and 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 all, all that stuff, bro. It's it's pretty neat and rewarding to do at the same time to to teach him how to take those steps. So I, I have a, a comment here. So uh, there is he do, get, putting them in like uh, bubble mailers or anything like that? Is that how he's shipping them, or is he wrapping them in bubble wrap or anything, or what's he? We wrap them in newspaper is the best way to do it because it compresses a little bit more and it'll pr actually preserve those points um, as well as, uh, you know, if you don't want it to get like wet or, or anything like that, even though it comes out of the ground. Um, we don't we don't trust shippers very much <laughs> FedEx yeah. and UPS. Right. So so we just double and triple wrap them in newspaper, essentially. And then what do you, you put them in a box or something or do you, what do you put yeah. them in? Yeah, we ship them in a regular box if it's a smaller order or I actually run a logistics business as well. So we do a lot of shipping for the Tucson Gem Show and and we do, you know, full commercial 53 foot truckloads of crystals and gems across the nation in addition. So you have all kinds of shipping materials at your disposal. Yeah, okay. I bring a I ran a freight brokerage business for over 10 years. And, and so any kind of shipping that is needed, like that's kind of my thing. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was going to give you a little, uh, uh, some insight of where, where to get some shipping materials, but if you got that, man, that sounds like a lot fucking better deal than, yeah, than we, what we, we yeah. do some pretty crazy shipping. We actually ship, um, we have a contract that's going to be starting shipping a uh, a vital radioactive cancer drug where it, it has an eight to 12 hour shelf life from point of manufacture. And we deliver to hospitals. It's actually every dose has somebody's name on it. So, whoa. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a pretty intense deal, man, but uh, uh, very rewarding. And and it's very close to my heart. I lost my mom to b-cell lymphomic cancer in uh 2011 so Whoa. we uh so and it's yeah good thing to be able to get that and so what if it's something that's further than eight hours how uh, does they that have, they have 47 manufacturing points across the united states and canada so okay. um it's not that an issue one... they have it set up pretty well so it's a, yeah. I don't want to necessarily say who it is we ship for, but um, it's a very large multinational billion dollar company. Okay. Cause yeah, I was saying that uh, 
or I saw this video. There's it was somewhere in Africa. It was these guys. They were shipping. Uh, they'd go out like on these like sort of like GPS glider airplane little drone things. Yeah. And they would uh, fucking just like send them off this big runway and then they can go. Man, it was like I want to say it was like 50 miles or something. And uh, oh, bro. Like, pretty fucking fast and just get yeah. and just drop the shit down like uh with the um yeah it's like a little parachute parachute with a parachute yeah and yeah just fucking well, drop it going back to northwest arkansas so with we're actually a supply chain innovator region as well because we have walmart and tyson and stuff like that so we have a company called gaddick that is um one of the one of the pioneering uh, autonomous vehicle companies, as well wow. as we have the pilot stores uh, here in Northwest Arkansas for the drone program for Walmart. So they literally, oh. there's like a little perch that it sits on and they'll shoot a drone to your house and drop your stuff off. How's that been? Uh, I mean, cause I haven't I, used I, it personally, to be honest. Um, have you seen it? I have seen it and I've seen it take off and I've heard that it's good and, and I just hadn't had the opportunity to use it myself. So, um, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. And in Salt Lake city, they started doing it with Walmart and, uh, and Walgreens as well to like ship, uh, pharmacy shit. And I never saw one when I was living there, but they had just started it. So it was probably like six, seven months ago they started it there. And uh, it was, I mean, it's, I don't know. It's, it's all about adapting to this shit because this shit's coming so fast. Like if you don't adapt, man, you're, you're you know, you're going to get left behind pretty quickly because uh, this stuff's coming pretty quick. So, well, and then, you know, a little shameless plug here, right? Like, like my jacket even is for, for my company Lane Hero. Um, I, I developed an app that'll tell you the cost of any trip with any vehicle with a VIN number by talking to your phone. So um, there, like oh. I said, we're we're a supply chain innovator type of region here, and and I'm I feel really blessed to be kind of at the forefront of that innovation and 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 helping to pioneer some of that stuff um, to to ultimately change our world, man, because. I think a lot of people realize, and and especially over the past couple of years, have realized some of the systems that we have just don't work anymore with where where we're going, right? Where we need to be as as people, and and so we need more people to step up and make an impact and focus on the impact instead of the dollars. Because um, at the end of the day, I think even things like universal basic income and stuff like that—not to get too deep off in it—but get deep off in it you know they're like bound to come no matter what we do and so so you better be worried about your impact more than uh more than your pocketbook right because that's that's just going to be irrelevant yeah um, and especially with uh well because there's gonna be a lot of stuff with um you know carbon footprint as well that that whole yeah. thing coming where you're only allowed to produce so much carbon emission and it with your phone you know tracks everything you do everything you buy everywhere you go and like if you go over that amount you know you have to pay uh 
you know, a certain amount of you money or else you just can't taxes or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Or else you just can't leave your area. Like, especially if you're, they have these like, yeah, 15 minute cities that are popping up um, kind of up North, like in the, I don't know, what the Rust Belt uh, kind of area, the, the Cleveland, uh, yeah. Toledo, that stuff. And then like Toronto and Buffalo, I think are adopting those as well. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of being able to adapt. And that sounds like what, what you have going, which is, you know, it's important to do. And I mean, everyone was thinking that, you know, the logistics were going to be the first to change with the implementation of AI and autonomous vehicles but i mean it's kind of been like almost one of the last ones to go everything else just sort of fucking came real fast um as far as anything uh, well the problem i think is is that everybody is just looking at the truck and the goods in the truck and they weren't looking at the driver and the driver is really the one been driving the u.s economy for decades ultimately without truck drivers none of this shit would happen I don't care yeah. how much AI you got against it, right? And and right. Lane Hero has AI, right? We're utilizing AI to help truck drivers, but you got to think about it from a driver's perspective. And they're not always all going to be able to be autonomous. And there's critical deliveries that happen all the time all across the United States, like the cancer drugs that we do. And and you just can't, you wouldn't want to automate that shit. You know what I'm saying? It's got somebody's name on it. It needs to have somebody's name responsible for it too. And yeah. And providing the tools for said responsible person to make their life easier is is really what we're doing with Lane Hero and just making it um, you know, the world's best driver services app at the end of the day is the goal. So I mean, yeah. So I mean that's seems like yeah, that'll work out pretty pretty well hope keep, so you know keep keep things going keep everything moving and keep the rest of the country moving so you see when those fucking you know things get held up when those trucks get held up you know things uh start to break down pretty fucking quickly um, really expensive so. problems and starving people start happening is what it boils down to yeah and then that's gonna cause a lot of other issues uh just because uh, you know, they, they don't call it the supply chain for nothing. That's it. And yes, so, sir. Yes, sir. Know, um, yeah. And then uh, so you also you're doing uh, promoting as well as one of your other hats. Yeah. Yeah. I got a couple hats. We um, uh, so I run the Turn Up Blood Entertainment office here. Um, we we throw frat parties for uh, at a, at a very large scale, like, uh, two weeks ago, we had Juicy J and Famous Dex and Young Beezy and Young Bands and Bad Wolf and a couple other rappers, uh, here to perform for 5,500 college kids at Row Week. And, and we also do Greek formals. I actually have one in my email from this morning to ship 360 kids, uh, to New Orleans and, and have them on a, a, all the entertainment for the weekend and ship them back and make sure none of them go to jail or get lost. <laughs> and, and so, um, you know, when they're, when they're breaking out into the world, they need a responsible adult to handle the logistics essentially. And we're, uh, right. we're what we like to call a party in a box company. 
just fucking ready to go like here you go and how, how far is that from how far is uh new orleans from uh where you are i'm sorry give me just a second here that's cool ah there what yeah sorry about that that's cool and so, so what were you saying oh fuck i don't know um uh i don't know something oh so how far is new orleans from uh where you are like five oh. six hours oh no no it's like eight okay all right that's so how are you getting them down there is they going like on a party bus yeah, we we arrange buses, or we've also booked an entire plane before. Um, oh Jesus! Yeah, yeah, stuff like <laughs> that, where where the travel arrangements are um, kind of already. It, it, that's part of the problem, right? Is that how do you book and get all these college kids from one place to another, and then have hotels for them and all the other stuff that you got to have? Yeah, so. I yeah, I mean. It's a lot better someone else calling on behalf of them than them calling. Uh, well, you know, yeah. it, so it sounds a lot better. It sounds a lot better someone else calling them and being like, hey, we're part of the fucking whatever fret. But like, oh, we're calling on behalf of this fret. We have already for you. And that we sounds don't a little better. That a, lot, a lot of times it's like, hey, we're responsible adults who run an event company and we'd <laughs> like to book several hundred rooms how much of a discount can you give us right like yeah rather than you know somebody who just doesn't know to do that or handle those negotiations like a like a you know lifelong logistics person would both my parents were truck drivers in the military and you know oh, I, bounced around, I bounced around from military base to military base and stuff my whole life so um it's it's all i've always been a little bit nomadic and that kind of yeah. helped you know in your blood man yeah, well, then something, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So then if people are going to want to find you or how to, you know, get a hold of you to check any of whatever you do, your hat one, hat two, hat three, hat four, hat seven, uh, whatever, how are they going to do that? Got lots, yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, so too, man. A couple little quick plugs then would be on Instagram for the entertainment stuff. It, my handle is at Lane Hero Boss. Um, so that's where we pretty much post all our, our cool rap shows and, and entertainment stuff. We, we also have some TV productions and, and some live music recordings and stuff that we're going to be doing. And then, um, for, for Lane Hero, you can go to lanehero.net. Uh, there's a download on Google play or Apple. There's actually a seven day free trial up right now as well that I'm doing for a limited time. So you can find out your trips with a seven day free trial. And um, then, then for my freight stuff, um, if, if you're looking for any kind of critical freight services or even just LTL or something like that, um, I actually have an employee that manages the entire freight brokerage. He's a great guy. His name is Jared Pierce. And Jay Pierce at SPI3PL.com is how you'd reach him. And, and he is phenomenal at, at setting up, uh, you know, entire supply chains even for startup companies is a lot of what we do too so um i just also want to say rusty that i appreciate you having me on the show today and stuff man oh, fuck yeah man 
thanks for uh, coming on dude I, yeah happy to have you on get to talk to you and meet you and you know just push be cool with me just push and record and you know go wherever the fuck we go to talk about whatever and yeah, dude, be that's cool it, with that, man so. just you know like like my, my motto is just do more big shit so so i um, like it yeah you know i'm i'm glad that we got to connect and 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 again thanks for having me on the show brother yeah absolutely and uh yeah we'll uh we'll get this out in the show notes so everyone can see it and know where to go and yeah we'll we'll talk to you soon there bud all right take care rusty right. you too all right you guys a fucking rock and roll that was a quick quick motherfucking episode so yeah you guys check out josh perry here and do big shit I think that's what he said. I, I probably butchered that and fucked it up a little bit, but you know what? You get to, you get the gist of it. And like, subscribe, share. You can watch this on Rumble, YouTube, because we're not talking about any weird shit on here today. And uh, listen on iHeartRadio or wherever else you get your podcast. I don't give a fuck. It's all over the place. Just search the Public Access Podcast, and we're the real ones. And someone else tried to take it after me when uh yeah but they're not around anymore so fuck them and you guys that is the show man It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. Ernest! 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 <coughs> yes, Pee-wee. You brought the snacks, right?